0: Physics world. Science is often an intense and impassioned business, and by extension, scientists can be as hot-blooded as the next person when it comes to their work or a bad theory. But receiving death threats or being deemed a terrorist for disagreeing with a popular view is not what one might expect as a scientist in these modern times. And yet, one-time physicist and now mathematician Peter White from Columbia University in the U.S was subject to all that and more when he penned a book ten years ago. You see, White was, and is, a staunch string theory sceptic, and in 2006, after years of unease at the framework's seemingly unending reign as the best candidate for a grand theory of everything, White's book, titled Not Even Wrong, The Failure of String Theory and the Continuing Challenge to Unify the Laws of Physics, was published. As he was soon to find out, his critical and rather damning view would not go down well, as the theory was still enjoying its heyday and had captured the public's attention. The publication of White's book co- coincided with that of another called Trouble with Physics, written by his friend, fellow skeptic, and celebrated physicist Lee Smolin. Together, these two books shone an unflattering and unsympathetic light on string theory kicking off the string wars, an intense period of debate and discussion about the theory's scientific merits, championed by by its greatest critics and authorities. I'm Tushna Commissariat, reporter for Physics World, and earlier this year I caught up with Voigt to talk about the book, string theory, and the state of fundamental physics today. Sat in his slightly dishevelled office in Columbia University's mathematics department on a sunny spring day, Voight laughs as I ask him if it was ever awkward bumping into his fellow colleague and string theory advocate Brian Greene. Voight says that the two of them are in fact quite friendly, and that Greene has even jokingly thanked him for pushing the sales of his own literature on the subject. But not everyone was quite as welcoming of Voight's criticisms, and the book had quite a rough start. Indeed, White's manuscript was deemed too controversial by Cambridge University Press thanks to negative feedback from other string theorists, Not only wrong, only found a home with the help of prominent physicist, Pet Roger Penrose, who read White's manuscript and offered to talk to his own publisher. White himself was keen to have his book published without any major rewrites or having to cut out the more detailed parts.
1: I remember asking, talking to them, and talking to the editor there. And asking him, saying, oh, but you know, aren't you guys concerned that this is going to be kind of too technical? And he, 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 he told me, he said, <clears throat> basically, look, we had, you know, ro- we had a contract with, with Roger Penrose that he was supposed to write this popular book for us, of, you know, a couple hundred pages, and it was supposed to be done a few years ago. And then he just recently, you know, gave us this thousand page, very, very technical thing, full of equations. This was the road to rea- reality and um you know we thought oh, no you know we can't sell this no one will no one will buy this but we decided well, well we'll go ahead and do it anyway and um we you know we did this and it came out a few months ago and it's on the bestseller list in in, in Britain so he, said, he says your book can't be too technical <laughs> so anyway so they agreed to publish more essentially what I what I'd written and uh that was that was how that worked out and that that's kind of how that happened and so so I was quite pleased that you know I ended up being able to kind of Publish something which you know it, it, it is not at all, I think, designed to be as popular as possible, and reach a wide audience as possible. It really was designed just to to, to say what I, what I what I wanted to say and what I what I thought people should know about. Even though this often meant going into a you know in, into a much more technical or a higher level discussion than is usual in this kind of book, but that that's what ended up getting published. And, and I had a very weir- a weird experience with the book after it was published in The, of the String Wars, was that I am, um, you know, I, I found one thing that I could do in, in these online discussion forums and the blogs or whatever, was that, you know, it, it, if there was something I was confused about, I wasn't sure, you know, what's actually happening here, does this work or this doesn't, that all I had to do was to say, okay, I think this is what's going on, is that this doesn't work, does seem to work because of this, and I would just say this, you know, relatively publicly in this blog, and then essentially, immediately. I would then, you know, if I was wrong, if this actually was, understood it was right, you know, somebody would jump down my throat and explain to me what an idiot I was and what a and, and and here's the answer and this is what you don't understand. I would learn something or or a bunch of people would kind of write just a bunch of abuse to me about oh you're a jerk and, and we hate you and you know you're personally despicable and this is horrible without actually making a scientific argument and then I would know I was right. <laughs> so so it, it um it, it was a weird way to learn but but I, but I actually, I think, I ended up with a very good understanding of where the boundaries were between what was working and what was understood and what wasn't in, in a way which I don't think other people don't normally learn things that way. But.
0: I couldn't help asking White if he ever regretted writing the book, considering the difficulty in getting it off the ground and the aggressive feedback that it received.
1: Yeah, no, no, I certainly don't regret it. Yeah, and, and, and exactly, I think... I was certainly very curious. What's the reaction going uh, to is going to be? Because um, you know, I've you know, lots of friends are physicists, even friends who are string theorists, and I've you know, I've often talked we often talk about these things. But I didn't, um, yeah. How the physics community would react to this, to all of a sudden, you know, to this kind of criticism, which had, you know, was kind of well known privately, but wasn't really they they they, they didn't really have to deal with publicly. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, but a lot of the reaction just encouraged me. It did encourage me and, uh, that this was quite right. That they, you know, there, there was actually a real problem with, with, with the way this was being pursued and, and what was going on here. And, and, and the reaction from at least you know, one part of the community there kind of kind of made clear with the, that, that there, there really was a real problem.
0: Tell me a bit about the concept of not even wrong. This is this sort of famous put down by Paulie, was it, initially? Or, you, know, you sort of touched upon that in the introduction, but um, tell me about not even wrong
1: yeah so the famous story and and, and I, I went to some effort to try to try down whether this really was apocryphal or whether it actually actually said this and and the, all the evidence is that he actually did say this i think there was some yeah some more or less first hand account from, from from somebody that he he he'd heard this and and the, and the, so the story is that Pally supposedly is was was known for i mean he, he was known for being kind of quite aggressive and having high standards and you know if he felt something wasn't right. What was it? Wasn't right. He had to fight with people over it and tell them that they were wrong. And so he was well known in seminars, whatever, saying, "No, that's wrong. That's completely wrong." And so the story is that somebody at some point asked him about um, some recent paper or something, and and uh, it, nobody nobody seems to know exactly what this paper was. But the and the story is that he then supposedly just shook his head and said, "Well, oh, that one, that one, that's not even wrong." So it seems that he actually said this, but. It does have kind of a, 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 a multiple meanings.
0: But Boyd thinks that the phrase "not even wrong" goes a bit beyond making just some comment about the quality of research. It's also a way of asking the question of what you do if a scientific claim is not testable or falsifiable and cannot be shown to be wrong.
1: At the beginning of any subject, it's you know even very very good ideas at the beginning are not even wrong and so um, it, it's not necessarily it's not necessarily a put down. There's a lot of things that I'm most interested in spend my life thinking about which are not even wrong and so that that's that's fine but um but the so the question and this is also I think the big, the big issue about string theory is more is not that it started out as a very speculative idea with some good reasons for thinking about it, but the, the question is you know, as you learn more and more about it, at what point you know do you kind of give up and Admit that this has gone down some path that it's kind of permanently not even wrong and you're never going to be able to see if this is wrong and, and what do you do about that
0: indeed Boyd believes that theoretical physics and specifically high energy theoretical physics and fundamental physics has worked itself into some kind of frustrated and very weird state where it's not made any progress for a long time
1: just because they're pushed aside by new better ideas you know that that hasn't been happening so you've had this these ideas kind of hanging around forever, which aren't really working out with you know which aren't getting pushed aside by something newer and better and it, it's a i think it, it's a very unusual uh, yeah I don't really know of, of any other good good analogies for other parts of science. I think it's a very unusual situation in the history of the subject by comparison to other fields of, of physics or of science it's it's really kind of it, it's a somewhat bizarre situation
0: ten years ago and even today. White's main issue with string theory is that it's not a theory at all it makes no predictions not even wrong ones and its lack of falsibility is what really bothers him
1: I think the simplest way to say that what the problem with string theory is is that it's um you know it's this conjecture that there, there, there's there seems to be this very interesting theory which um, based you know based on strings or, 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 or the later versions of an m theory based on brains or whatever but it's essentially a, a, th- a theory that kind of seems to make Sense nicely in 10 or 11 dimensions, and if and if you want to, if you want to then use that to explain um, fundamental par- particles and what we see in the world, you have to get rid of six or seven of them somehow, and that that's really the the, the core of kind of what goes goes wrong. And initially, the um, the the initial idea was that there there was some fairly limited number of ways of, of dealing with these extra six dimensions or let's say or maybe seven dimensions and you know, by choosing this Calabi-Yau or this compactification and, and that was what got people very excited that you know if we all we got to do is figure out which one of these small number of possibilities for the six dimensions is going to is going to handle the extra six dimensions and then four dimensions of space time will we'll have the standard physics as time went on, people found essentially found more and more different ways of dealing with the six dimensions. And, and really, what's kind of gone wrong is it, it's become at least I think it's become fairly clear now that it, that this really this idea is kind of an empty idea because you can get anything out of it that you want by by appropriately choosing the six dimensions. So you you can't actually ever make any falsifiable pro- predictions, and you can you can reproduce any kind of four-dimensional theory you want this way. So it's not actually a it's not an idea that has any uh, any real power to it in the in the end it's it ends up kind of empty and that that that's the that's the problem
0: white also touches upon some other ideas in the book he looks at accelerator technology and why it's going to become harder and harder to go to higher energies he also talks about the relationship between physics and mathematics which he dubs quite fascinating, and he thinks is one of the best prospects for moving ahead from this stalemate that fundamental physics currently is in.
1: I also tried to talk a lot about the relations between this kind of physics, and these ideas about physics and mathematics, which, which, which I think are really quite fascinating, and one of the best prospects for kind of moving forward in the future is to try to, to better understand that these mathematical structures, and to, if, you can't get, if you can't get data from experiment, uh, how, how to move forward with that? So that was that was the main thing. Anyway, th- th- those are some of the main themes of the book. But there, there's there's a lot of other. I mean, I also tried to write about kind of the sociology of the subject, about why, how people are working, and why. Um, anyway, some 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 speculation as to why things have ended up in this kind of problematic state, you know, when, despite kind of the standard mechanisms for how science is really supposed to work and kind of keep making progress.
0: Looking back over the last ten years. I asked White what's held in the book, what's changed, and what he would like to change if he were to write the book today. The big news, of course, since Not Even Wrong was published, was that the Large Hadron Collider at CERN found the Higgs particle. Of course, White thinks that this is an amazing achievement, but at the same time he tells me that it's a bit depressing because the field has been a victim of its own success. White says that he would have been much happier if they had not found the higgs because this would have then been a really exciting time to see what gives that kind of property that the higgs does and then there's the topic of the multiverse that white would have liked to delve into some more
1: if you try to make this argument that you know we're we're, we're going to the string theory implies that there's this multiverse out there of all of all possibilities and that's why you can't ever predict anything using string theory. That you know, that's obviously such a ludicrous, you know, that that's an admission that you know you're at the end of the road. It's an empty theory, and you've got to move on. And so I was at my initial yeah. I, the thing that surprised me most about the about ten years is that is that ten years ago is that this actually got any kind of traction, or that any ser- any serious physicist was was going out there and saying you know this is, you know. String theory is a huge success, and you know, we've, the multiverse just explains why you can't it be used to actually predict anything. I mean, it seems like, on, on its face, such a ridiculous claim that I, I'm, I'm still just kind of shocked that, that people make this seriously, and that this has gotten any traction, or that this is, this is still going on. That, that's the thing which is most, yeah. So, so, so if I were to rewrite it, there would be much more examination of that whole story.
0: I ask White if, in the last ten years, string theory has had any insights or done anything to redeem itself for him.
1: The problem is that it, it, it's become kind of quite difficult and tricky to say what you mean when you say string theory. So the you know the the original idea of of string theory, what, what was popular in 1984, that this ten-dimensional superstring string in a and yau that's a fairly specific thing, and, and that I think. I mean that's just kind of clearly a failure. I mean that that has you know that's predicted nothing, it explained nothing. It doesn't. That really just doesn't seem to work. I mean it all it's just you led 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 you into this business about the multiverse and and excuses for why it predicts nothing.
0: A key problem, according to White, is that the original ten-dimensional string theory was never well defined and is ultimately an analog of a single-particle theory, which nature tells us is not the way to go.
1: Oh, you know, I mean, the big lesson of, of the, of the success, of the great successes of, of um, energy th- physics ha- have been that our fundamental theory is not a single particle theory, it's a quantum field theory, and particles are quanta of a quantized field. And what they've ne- what's, what you never, so the suspicious thing about string theory from the beginning was that it was kind of, it was a generalization of, of these theories that we knew about, but It was a generalization of of a theory that we knew uh, that we that we knew was kind of very really inadequate. That you 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 really needed a quantum field, and you needed to explain particle production, and you needed anyway. You needed it was quantum field theory that worked, not single particle theories. So the 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 problem from the beginning for string theory is has always been well, you know it's it's not really a complete theory. It's kind of a fragment, and so people are often using string theory to to refer to the whole thirty years worth of, of Of research into various ideas all over the place which are which have kind of grown out of thinking about this problem and those You know so there a lot of interesting Mathematics has come out of that so there's a lot of great mathematics Which is kind of string theory in that sense this ADSFT is um, Some very interesting ideas about just about quantum field theories themselves Which really have very little to do with any strings or really string theory, but they're really new ideas about quantum field theory, which have, have emerged from that. And so, yeah, so, so lots of interesting things have happened. It is, it's kind of very hard to, I mean, you're talking about tens of thousands of papers and just a huge range of ideas of various degrees of success. And so kind of saying anything about, you know, yes, string theory is great or string theory is bad, it, is, it becomes kind of silly at that point in referring to that kind of idea of what string theory is.
0: Void believes that at this point, string theorists will really benefit from stopping and taking stock of all the research done in the past 30 years and trying to see exactly what works and what doesn't.
1: I think physicists, one problem is that they, they, they've, the history that they've seen, you know, they, they, they've been, they, they had this, I don't think this has ever really happened in physics before, that you've gone, I mean, the way I would often say it is that, you know, you've gone a long ways down a blind alley. And, you know, what you need to do is to kind of work your way back and figure out, okay, where did we take a wrong turn and what were the other possibilities we missed. And people have just kind of gone so far down this that they're they're not willing they're not willing to admit that you have to back up. The first stage is to get people to admit that they're at a dead end. You know, as long as people are refusing to admit they're a dead end and saying, you we know, we still gotta go this direction, you're not gonna get anywhere. And once you if you can get them to admit that they're at a dead end, which they really don't like to do, then maybe you can discuss them okay well now if we back up what about where do we go wrong You know, if you are in this frustrated state you're in the wrong you're deep in some valley which is far away from where you want to be how do you get people to go and try to find a way over a mountain into some other more interesting valley and that give you in, in a more interesting direction so i think there are a lot of metaphors of, of what um, what needs to happen
0: over a decade later the string wars are more like the occasional string squabble with mild blows being exchanged via a blog or an archive paper. But White is more convinced than ever that the original string theory has been stringing along modern fundamental physics for far too long. I'm Tishna Commissariat, and thank you for listening to this Physics World podcast. Physics World